Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Charles. You're now listening to the Tribe Called Bleak podcast, season four, episode four. And this is going to be a very, very good episode, a solo one, but a good episode. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy this topic. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to give a special shout out uh, to Bleak that reached out to a Tribe Called Bleak at gmail.com. Her name is Tasha. She really appreciates the work that we're doing, the content we're putting out. Just want to give you that special shout out. I have definitely read your email, looked at all the details, that, you know, the things that you like, things that you're looking forward to. And trust and believe me, I will definitely come through on what you would like to see as far as content. And for all the rest of my bleaks out there, if you want to go ahead and reach out to me at a tribe called bleak gmail.com, I greatly appreciate the content. I mean, excuse me, <laughs> it's been a long day. I greatly appreciate the feedback. You know, I want to make content that you guys enjoy, uh, topics that y'all want to hear me discuss with, you know, other guests, things that might, you know, just definitely, definitely catch your interest because I definitely want to expand upon, you know, the podcast and that's what it's there for, for us to, you know, talk about certain topics, things that you might find interesting for other bleaks out there because, you know, I'm doing this podcast for every bleak or if you're not a bleak and you like the content, you know, I want you guys to enjoy what's coming out there. So, again, for Season 4, Episode 4, today's topic will be What Made MTV's Catfish Reality Series So Iconic? Now, for anybody who knows uh, about MTV, you know, there was a time where they actually had music. And that is no longer. So, well, if there is, I haven't been watching it. But it's just not to the same effect as it once was in the 90s and 2000s. And for my older bleaks, I know I'm showing my age, but some of y'all out there will definitely relate to this, that a show that really changed the landscape of so many things as far as reality documentary documentaries was Catfish. Um, this show... Uh, you know, it's still iconic to this day. It's still relevant in conversation, and it coined a term that has just changed the landscape of dating in general. And pretty much, you know, catfishing is just, I would say, the dating term for scamming. You know, uh, this show really revealed some people's plight and reality of seeking, you know, either a significant other or someone they were interested in and being fooled the whole time just to find out this individual wasn't even real. And what was so interesting about this show was that these were just, you know, real people. What started off as a document originally with the uh, host, Neve, based off of his experience, cultivated into one of the most iconic reality TV documentary series of all time. And for the bleaks out here, you know, you have to think that time frame and the show, I, I believe, is still airing. It's so relevant and so crazy is that that's still a very pivotal point in entertainment history. Because before then, I mean, of course, you had reality TV, you know, for VH1, I think you had True Life and, you know, MTV had uh, Road Rules and the real world. But to see something as far as like dating, online dating, because social media was still kind of brand new to the world, it really cultivated just crazy experiences that we were able to witness in the public. And, you know, I find this show incredible. 
I don't watch it as much as today. I might catch a few episodes here and there on YouTube. But, you know, for the weeks of that, I really want to, you know, get your feedback on this. So the first thing I want to go ahead and talk about is the original documentary that changed the landscape of online dating and how it impacted society. Uh, it premiered in November 12, 2012. So, you know, not that long ago. But, you know, when I was watching the documentary, what I found so astounding is that, you know, how investigative Neve and <clears throat> his co-host at the time were as far as, you know, exploiting this woman who was, you know, lying to him as far as dating. And mind you, this was a married woman. Um, and I guess she just had, uh, you know, a different interests outside of her husband and cultivated a relationship online with Neve. And you can see the sheer disappointment that he had. But, you know, there's a lot of people out here who get scammed and full into dating. And, you know, with the online scene, it really just showed you where people can be mentally. I've seen episodes and maybe y'all have seen it where there was like people talking to each other for like two, three years. And there was like, you know, uh, you know, we already had like video resources as far as like communication. You had Skype, uh, FaceTime, you know, so there was like no excuse. But it really showed you how people would just fall for this false narrative from someone on the other end online just because of a few pictures. And, you know, as far as this impact on society, I really feel as though it just forewarned us for things to come as far as, like, scamming. You know, uh, even though scamming is on a whole other level, I think it just kind of prematurely prepared, you know, people to really see how others move outside of uh, dating. Because some of these people had uh, nefarious intentions, unfortunately. So one of the episodes I had seen, it was like one of her friends who was catfishing them the whole time, either out of jealousy or spite, or just wanted to make them look like a fool in front of the whole world. So it's amazing when you watch something like that, where you're like, damn, yo, these people are really, really fucked up in the head. You know, to do something like that to everybody or just some individuals, because, you know, there's always that chance that you could have either been killed or, you know, uh, robbed or whatever like that. But, you know, with the show Catfish, it really just showed you uh, as far as like, you know, when Neve would investigate and then he'd be like, hold on, you know, this person has this, you know, uh a different identity, and now they're pretending to be this or that, you know, and then he would be, like, you know, reported to his client, because he was almost like a detective, you know, and it's crazy that some of these people just did not investigate, because they were just so uh, thrilled by this person they thought was real, you know, uh, but, you know, for the bleaks out there, you guys have to, you know, give me some feedback, because I'm pretty sure you guys have seen this show, I'm pretty sure you guys are aware of, you know, Catfish, because now whenever you go on a date, you know, you met someone online, it's always that whole, you know, you speak to your friends about it and you're like, hey, yo, you sure you're not being Catfish? Because this, this normally in that, in that term, it either seems too good to be true. And if you've been talking for a minute and you haven't like seen them at all, like as far as like video chatting or something, 
And then, you know, that leads your friends to believe, like, okay, bro, like, you being a catfish because there's just no way this girl is that hot. She's into you. And then, and I'm not trying to talk about anybody's self-confidence. I'm not trying to put anybody down. But I'm just saying, you know, there's just that, you know, that that frame of mind is too good to be true. Then it probably is, you know. Um, okay, so I want to go into my second talking point. Was the show more entertainment or educational? Now, that is truly uh, subjective, uh, two subjective points right there, you know, because that obviously depends on the viewers. But for me, in my realm, in my point of view, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, as far as the educational part, this show had an impact as far as really showing the reality of online dating. Before we had, uh, like we had, we've had reality TV, but I think this really showcased true online dating experiences that we hadn't seen. Because this is before 90 Day Fiance, which I don't watch, but I've known people, you know, to have. And, you know, you would hear about these people meeting online, going overseas, but you know, they actually met that person. But to really see this trail of like a digital footprint, you know, was very fascinating. Uh, because some of this stuff was just so ridiculous where people would, you know, uh, how they would, you know, either hide or whatever. And some of these people were receiving money, like some form of compensation from the other person on the other end that they were lying to. And to me, you know, just, you know, this is just my opinion. That was educational enough to be like, hey, look, if you haven't seen this person, this person is real. You don't send, you don't send any money to them. That's just me. If they're asking for any type of monetary assistance, uh, clearly you're being catfish, especially if you haven't seen this person, but that's just me. As far as the entertainment aspect, I will say that what I found interesting, I can't remember exactly what season it was, but there was an episode where it was like this girl who she thought she was talking to Bow Wow. And this is when he was like famous. And this is no shade to you know Bow Wow or Lil Bow Wow, or whatever he's calling himself these days. But this is around the time where he was still kind of on the brink of, like, whatever fame he had left. And he was, like, the host on 106 Apart. And this is before the Bow Wow Challenge, where, you know, he was posting up, like, him in front of fake jets. You bleaks would probably know what I'm talking about. But this is before he was, you know, that desperate to still stay relevant. But I will say that... Um, there was a girl who she thought she was communicating with him the whole time. And I think she was in Atlanta. And then she, you know, reached out to Neve to investigate, you know, if this was real or not. You know, because I do believe she she was receiving some money. And so once they investigated, they found out that the girl was being played by a lesbian. And she had no shame, no filter, uh, you know, she had no remorse about what she was doing because she was very proud of it. For her, it was just like some type of attention. Well, I think it was like probably six to eight months later, you know, BET had seen this on, you know, uh, as far as the catfish on that episode. And they invited the woman who was acting as the lesbian to 106 in part to meet Bawa. And I think they brought the girl she was playing the whole time on there as well. And I guess it wasn't, like, too awkward, but it was, like, you know, and, again, this is all for entertainment, but, like, 
you know, Bow Wow was like, yo, why were you trying to be like, oh, well, you know, I look up to you, and yada, 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 and you this, you know, and, you know, he was just kind of stroking his ego, but it was crazy, like, you know, when you see that, I guess, you know, there's that aspect, probably, of, you know, low self-esteem, or whatever, but it's still entertainment for some, because on the one hand, for Bow Wow, his ego was getting stroked, and then for her, it was like, uh, like the education is like, you know, for the viewers, when you see this, like, hey, you know, don't don't get played like that. But I feel like this show has really prepped society to an extent as far as like just the idea of scamming. Scamming now has gone to a whole other level. And I feel like Catfish is, you know, was one of the shows that really put that on the radar for everybody in society to really, really see that, hey, this stuff does happen um, in dating. But then it also correlates into scamming because now it's like scamming is just so normal in society that, you know, it's just it's just one of those things, unfortunately, you got to be careful of. But, you know, I always tell people, you know, you really, really want to just be careful out here on that scene. Uh, for my bleaks out there, you know, if you guys have had some crazy stories, or, you know, you want to email me, and I'll be glad to, like, you know, discuss it more thoroughly uh, if you guys are feeling comfortable with that. Because, you know, again, um, this does happen. Uh, I'm going to go into my third talking point, which is, you know, a question that I have for y'all, uh, rhetorical, or if y'all want to reach out to me. But has the show been able to stay relevant in today's society? I say yes and no. Yes, because, you know, it is a form of entertainment. But on the other side, I would say uh, no, because now it's so common. You know, I don't think you have to have a show to really shed light on it now because it's just so common. And the show's been on for over 10 years, but it's still very entertaining. Uh, I feel like now we have reality TV on a whole level where it's like, it, it exposes these things all the time. And, you know, and another show uh, that really showcased that uh, from back in the day, and it was on, I think like, like two in the morning or something like that, like 12 or something like that. Uh, I didn't know if you could really take it that serious was Cheaters. For all my bleaks out there, I know y'all got to know that show, Cheaters. It's iconic. Uh, that show is, like, was filmed in Dallas, Texas. Uh, crazy landmarks. <laughs> Some of the situations that would happen. Um, that, I can't say, was probably the premise before, you know, sort of like Catfish. But it was, like, caught in the acting at the moment. But that was, like, another show that was so iconic, like, where the narrator, he would say some of the most, like, off-the-wall things. Like, I remember, like, one episode, it was, like, these uh, like these two women who were lesbians who were, like, one of them was cheating on her husband, and they were, like, uh, you know, middle-aged or cougars, and then, like, the narrator's, like, with their mental power, <laughs> but their menopausal powers combined they go out to the club and to me that was like funny as hell to even hear some shit like that but you know the confrontations would be crazy it's in black and white and then they would have these private investigators so you know that show right there I always tell people uh, cheaters I don't think it's on anymore but if it is you know for the bleaks out there who haven't seen her seen it you guys gotta check it out uh i'm pretty sure you can find it on youtube but for the obliques uh who 
definitely know what I'm talking about. Y'all got to give me my feet, you know, give me feedback because I would definitely, definitely love to hear your responses to that show because I'm quite sure y'all know what the hell I'm talking about on that one. Uh, for the fourth talking point, is MTV's Catfish one of the greatest reality TV shows of our generation? Um, again, that's very subjective. I'm going to say, in my opinion, I don't watch reality TV like that, but as far as like a reality TV docu-series, yes, only for the fact that it, it has brought light onto mainstream scamming before what it is today. Um, you know, Catfish, again, we've all heard that term for the most part when it comes to dating. It's, um, you know, crazy to say that now because it's just so normal. But back then, you know, Catfish, you know, uh, you know, I know I love my anime, my comic books and stuff like that. And again, I'm not a reality TV type of guy. I, I'm not. I can definitely say that. But that was a show I found so fascinating to see, you know, these people willingly, you know, be subjected to deception you know, for that long, and, you know, they weren't investigating it until, you know, like, their family calls them out, or friends or family, you know, like, suggest, like, hey, you need to look into this, because clearly, if a person's talking to you for 10 years, or five years, and you still haven't seen them, wouldn't you think that that's not real, or, you know, suspicious, but, you know, some people just care more for the illusion or the thought of like someone caring about them, but sometimes not necessarily seeing them. I think for some of these people, some of these victims, uh, it was more probably a self-esteem issue that they were, you know, dealing with at the time. And they just didn't want to come to terms with it until someone put things into perspective for them to really look into it. But, you know, for the bleaks out there, you know, have you known someone personally to be catfish or have you been catfished yourself? Not to put you on the spot, but, you know, I thought that this was a very interesting topic because, you know, as far as that docu-series, it is iconic because, again, it shed light onto things that are now the norm of today. Um, you know, I just think, you know, it's still a great show. Uh, not to, you know capitalize off of people's sorrow or them getting played. Uh, but I have just found it, you know, two aspects, one educational and one for entertainment. And, you know, I would definitely love to hear your feedback on this. This is, you know, just a short little episode. My final thoughts are, hey, Catfish to me, uh, great docu-series. I highly suggest it. Um, you know, I don't think you're going to have to watch every season to get the point, but some of those episodes were quite fascinating to see what, you know, the investigative end would be from Neve and, like, his co-host. And then just seeing, like, the confrontation or the reveal, because some episodes, you know, the person was real, and some episodes the person wasn't, you know. But it's interesting to, you know, see this in real time in some type of way. But that's all that I have out there, Bleakers. Again, this was just a solo, quick little episode. I hope you guys are doing well. Staying blessed. You know, feel free to email me at a tribe called Bleak at gmail.com. I have more content on the way. I will have some other guests. I'm going to talk about some movies. Uh, you know, the Bleak experience. Uh, you know, it is the month of October, Halloween. So, you know, we definitely got to cover a horror movie around this time frame, but I appreciate all the support. Until next time, be safe out there, bleakers.